You would think when you're doing a podcast like you could do words. You could. I can't. However, we're here for the 11th episode. We broke the seal. Broke 10. Now we're on 11. It's a new era. It's just how it is, guys. New intro. New theme song. New decade of episodes. Is that, is that the right word? De- decade? De- I can't. I can't even right now. All right. Getting right into it here. This is a special episode. They're all special. But this one's extra special because it's now. Because I only live in now. I don't know when you live, but I'm living right now. Um, this is someone that I've wanted to have a podcast with for a long heckin' time. And the thing is, is that I wanted to make sure it was something that I, I felt spoke to the guest. I always want to have something that I, that I can reel the guest in with something. Something that may, they may have more to say than the average bear or rabbit. Whatever, animal. I don't care. Just the average something. They have more to say. And this individual, I, I honestly don't remember how I came across their stream. I don't, I don't remember, but I did. And we clicked, and then we clicked on Twitter. Uh, I have been referred to as this individual spirit animal, which is like, oh, to me. So uh, when someone says that, how can you not have them on your show? Uh, I am, of course, speaking of none other than the wonderful, the beautiful, the crazy pants, and awesome that nerd Violet. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing. You are making me like blush like a tomato right now. Really? Am I really? There's so much kindness. There's too much. <laughs> There's too much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's no problem whatsoever. So (laughs) what we're here to talk about today is essentially um, what we're here to talk about today is the fact that when you're doing content, whether it's live or recorded or a combination thereof, there's a lot of things to balance as a human being. Um, All these things make a huge difference in how your content is going to be perceived by the world at large as well as how your real-world people perceive what you do. And right. it, it's very, it's delicate, right? The first Absolutely. thing I want to talk about, which is honestly, to me, the easier of the two things to balance. It's the thing that everyone, they're supposed to know to do this. Um, and that's work-life balance. Now, that can go work-work-life balance, too, because not in fact, most content creators don't do it full-time. Oh, absolutely. For various <laughs> reasons, but right. they don't do it full-time. And I would say that, and I'm going to postulate this to you, doing it full-time is harder than not doing it full-time. Here's why. When you have a job, you, you have a set period of time that you have available to you to do content. Right. So you know up front where you can kind of finagle it, right? Right. I only have three or four hours this day that I can actually work on what I need to work on. Right. And, and so with that, it kind of gives you that, that idea of, okay, here's what I have to work with. And therefore, at least from a time perspective, you know what you have to work with. Absolutely. When your whole day's open to you, it's like, when do I do it? How do I work this exactly. in? Exactly. And it's going to merge together at that point. You're not going to have that separation, that deadline, that cutoff. It's going to be 24-7, which gets extremely dangerous for your own self-care exactly. and maybe your other personal life if you still have one at that point. Right. And that's the thing. Like, I kind of come from the other in as much as 
I went full time uh, in September. It was <laughs> it was shall we say sudden. Uh, <laughs> basically, my 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 old job came to me and said, "We don't think you're happy here." And you're like, and I was like, "You're right." And I got up and I walked out. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> because I was just like, I've had enough. I I really have had enough. Yeah. I had done all the math. I knew how much was coming to me from. Um, 401k and stuff like that. I was like, I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta make a go of this at least, mm-hmm. at least just to get away from what I was doing, because right. I wasn't happy, and I didn't really have a plan beyond that, which was scary. But I ended up um, doing the the unthinkable, you know, going full time mm-hmm. and just running with it. Uh, Right before Destiny 2 launched, and it kind of came this thing where I at first was going to split my content up into like a morning stream and an evening stream, mm-hmm. uh, which I liked it, but it was almost. I've done like the, 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 the six, seven, 15 hour marathons. Mm-hmm. I've done those. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as I enjoy uh, what I do, and I enjoy the community, and I enjoy. Um, everything splitting it up into those two segments is actually harder. I find because, because you have to kind of switch your yourself on and off more often. Exactly. Okay. Because you get up, you get your breakfast, you mm-hmm. hop on for four hours, hop off for three or four hours, get back on right. for like six hours, and then that's the thing. I don't know what they're doing outside. I hope you can't hear it. No, um, I thought it was my ice that just shook right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, it, it, and I wasn't seeing the, the, the dividends from the morning show. The evening show was still the thing, and it's like, well, that's mm-hmm. working, so I'm going to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that leaves this big chunk of time that you otherwise aren't necessarily um, doing it. Chat says they can't hear it, so I'm happy. Um, so, but that right around when I made that decision was when... Mm-hmm. I started the S4 creators thing, and then mm-hmm. that became, well, this is supposed to be an on-call service for the most part. Now, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been very lucky. Where does lucky. that fit in? Mm-hmm. But I've been very lucky in as much as they, the, the clients I have, they're creators too, and, and a lot, most of them are going to be streaming at night anyway, so they want to fix their stuff in the daytime too. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not, it hasn't presented itself as a problem yet, but I find it interesting. Um, but I do remember, like, because the first three years that I streamed, I had a full-time job. And, and then I had schedule changes around that, too. Like, oh, wow. I was going from, like, early, early, early morning work. Mm-hmm. Then I went clear on the other end of the spectrum to second shift to where I'm getting mm-hmm. home at, like, 1130. And then I had the kind of middle of the road at six. And it would rotate every few months. It would make it very hard to, to, to keep any kind of consistency going. Uh, which I think is the key with content creation. So what? tell me about what hurdles you've had uh, oh. with that. So let me just tell you a little bit about my personal life, which actually translates into how I create my content and streaming. So a couple of years ago, my, my mother had passed away and I was like a full-time caretaker, full-time uh, with a full-time job, still mm-hmm. had somewhat of a personal life. And, you know, my, my father now, you know, lives alone and I actually do take care of him also pretty much full time. I have a full time job. Uh, you know, I have a, a significant other. Mm-hmm. I have friends. So last year I actually came 
to streaming because my boyfriend had actually started streaming and I saw how much fun he was having with it. At that point in time, I was using it as, you know, just a mental health escape, which I still do. I'm not saying that. But I kind of went in the opposite direction or maybe a lot of streamers as they do. I just went in completely tried to do it full time with everything else. I only streamed for maybe two months and I got burned out. Yep. So I actually came back this year in October, maybe a what's five, six month hiatus. Mm -hmm. And since then, I have been just trying, you know, everything that I can to help with trying to deal with a busy life and some things obviously coming up in life that you try and plan as much as you can, but stuff is still going to happen. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, the biggest thing for me is actually utilizing some sort of uh, planner or agenda for everything, you know, your personal life, what things that you need to handle, you need to do uh, in regards to content creation, streaming. I try and map out uh, a couple of weeks at a time. That doesn't always happen. And obviously, I leave room for error if something comes up. Sure. I just had surgery with my father about... Uh, about a month ago, and I said, okay, you know what? This is fine. I can do both. I can do both. It was extremely, extremely difficult. Oh, I imagine. Especially, you know, just, just being able to um, draw that line of separation and then trying to get that motivation afterwards when, you know, you're dealing with family, and this could be the same about, you know, a, uh, a full-time job as well. Absolutely. Is, you know, what if you have a bad day? Oh, and God. You still yeah. planned, and you still planned on, you know, again, creating content. Are you able to transition to it? And if you're not able to, you know, where, where do you draw that line of, right. okay, I, I need to focus on myself tonight. And then maybe you might feel guilty saying, okay, well, I also had planned to do this. Right. Because there's an so energy level. You're just finding a balance. Right. Right. Exactly. Because there's, it isn't just where do I find the time, which so many people think that's all it is. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. because how many of us have been, and I, the thing is, you and I are both blessed in that uh, there's no one that close mm -hmm. that is going to like sit there and shake their finger at you about being, like, they're understanding, the people in your life are understanding of that. Oh, absolutely. Although once in a while, one of my moderators that I know in real life, I know all of you in real life, just I, he's here and he'll be like, you're coming out with us. And he'll like drag me out of the house and shit. Yeah. Um, you know, beyond that, um, you know, a lot of streamers, a lot of content creators do not get a lot of sympathy from their family and friends about the fact they're doing mm -hmm. this all the time. And you lose certain relationships. You know, I've lost several. Ooh, yes. Uh, mm -hmm. people just, it wasn't that they made the streaming like the ultimatum, but I just wasn't around and they didn't understand that. They didn't want to understand that, or mm -hmm. they don't understand it just fine. and just didn't want to deal with it. Um, right. and that's on top of your personal energy. If you had a bad day at work or you had a bad date or you had a, maybe you pooped too much. I don't know. Like whatever <laughs> it takes, right? Like everybody's got a bad day. Like if right. you're not, like if you had a wonderful day, aside from the fact that you were fucking sick. Yeah. You know, you're still sick. What are you supposed right. to do? Like last right. night, last night I, I streamed uh, Descenders for the first time, about two hours of bonus stream. I was like, cool. And I'll take an hour off and I'll go do community night. <laughs> in like 10 minutes, I'm sitting on, the, on the, the chair in my living room and I'm like, Ugh. like all the energy had just left my just body. 
just gone. Absolutely drained. Right, right. Like the whole week caught up with me. Yep. All at once, and I'm like, I can't. What am I? I'm supposed to get in front of the camera now mm-hmm. and be extra <laughs> funny, extra raunchy because community mm-hmm. night. Because we're now it's just all about us. I'm, I I don't even really have a game to play off of per se. Not uh-huh. really. I've got to you know, got to talk to people. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not. I'm not gonna do this where I'm gonna. I don't want to go in front of the camera and not be who I am. And be one hundred percent of who you are too. Exactly, and that leads me to the ne- the the larger scope of the episode, which is mm-hmm. how much of real life you do you bring in, how much character is in real life, how do you balance that? Is there a separation? And I find the longer I do this, the more interesting of a a difference there is. I feel so when I started this, I mean, I've always been 100% myself, sure. but I mean, we even talked about this a little bit before we went on with, you know, I say, heck, I say, you know, Ghibli and all this stuff. <laughs> and part of it was from my persona. Okay. Mm. It was part of it was from teaching as I explained to you before, but you know, I'm, I don't really swear a lot on my stream, but then the line is really, really shaky now because I've done, you know, started incorporating these phrases into my everyday life. So, you know, again, where, where am I and where, where is, you know, offline Violet and online Violet. Right. Uh, You know, and especially to, you know, I don't wear, I don't wear wigs. I mean, you know, uh, in my, in my daily life, I was wearing them for cosplay. And I said to myself, you know what? I have all these wigs. I want to make use of them because I spent a lot of money on them. Right. Let me just have fun. Let me have fun on, uh, on stream. But even with that being said, I'm a very, you know, uh, confident person. Uh, you know, I, I, I do have a lot of, you know, self-care, self-respect. But still, now when I, you know, get off stream and I'm going to do my hair for the day, I'm going... You know what? I feel like something is just missing. It's just not. It's just mm-hmm. not. It's just not exactly the way I'm seeing myself all the time. Yeah. Uh, so again, yeah, like you were saying, what part of of you? Like, do you find also too that you're the same thing is happening that there might be might not be a line anymore? Oh yeah, definitely. Because I come from a background of entertainment. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've been an entertainer my whole life. Um, musician most of it i've done some acting um but with the streaming thing like it's i'm very much a caricature of myself mm-hmm. and there are friends of mine that i've met through stream that when they the first time they talk to me off stream and not like in a in any kind of like they're like you're a lot calmer in person <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah i really am you know, I can be boisterous and be funny in groups, and I've always been like that. But like, if it's a one-on-one conversation, I tend to be a lot more like, yeah, like totally, I get, yeah, I'm a little more bit like more that. calmer, right? Yeah. And but the thing is, uh, I do Twitch the way I do real life, in as much as like when I did like band, like I didn't have a, a stage outfit. You know, the mm-hmm. only difference was there were some things I would wear for practical reasons, like I wore. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for five years, instead of if there was a day where I was going to be at a show, whether I was playing it or not, or at a rehearsal or a party or anything where there were other musicians there, I would wear basketball shorts under my pants or shorts instead <laughs> of underwear 
because <laughs> because I would play in like basketball shorts all the mm-hmm. time as a practical point. And when I'm on stage, I would wear swim socks instead of shoes because it was mm-hmm. easier to play kick drums with it. Um, beyond that, though, that, that's a practical thing. But like right. as far as like my um, uh, I wear the same clothes. I, I listen to the same music mm-hmm. and everything else. But it is it is a a lot of people will tell you it's a caricature of who you actually are. But there are mm-hmm. certain things that will carry over, like some stuff, like some of the jokes carry into real life. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, like I'll talk to Bo off stream now, the way I talk to her in stream. So like, like I will sit there, I'll look down, and I'll talk to her. You know, my cat, the way I would if I if she was on camera, because the reality is, I used to just be like at the computer, like, like right. But what are you doing? <laughs> Bo, what's up? You know, but now I'd be like, you know, so um, it, there's that. There's certain jokes that carry over, like you said, um, and you also you find at least I find that I want to tell people about the stuff that's going on at work. I want to tell them about this cool thing that happened. Some yes. people are like, yeah, that's funny. I don't get it, you know. Yep. And some people are, yeah. Really invisible because she's not even actually in the room. I was panicking <laughs> there. Um, but um, it, you just kind of see because you left an eye out of it, Sarah. Invisible, 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 um, invisible, invisible. <laughs> Yo, <it's> invisible. <laughs> yeah. Um, like for example, like at one o'clock in the morning. If I've had two or three beers and I'm like, ah, and I'm out of beer, I'm like, I want a beer. Well, I, I'll get an Uber and I'll have them take me to go get beer. You know? Yeah. And uh, I can't resist telling them I'm a streamer. I'll hand out my business card and shit. You know? <laughs> and I'll explain. Like, they're like, what is that like? And, I, and they want to know because it's like, this <laughs> is way more interesting than the old lady who went to buy carrots. You know? <laughs> uh, so I, I, I feel like there's... On stream energy and there's off stream energy, so I, I, mm-hmm. I try not to separate, you know, um, I, I try really hard not to separate who I am on and off. Mm-hmm. However, there's other sides to that because the thing is, we all have families and significant others and whatnot, right? That and bring kids into it, you know, that's a whole other thing, right? Um, right. Some streamers just it's all in the family, whatever. Other streamers are extremely private, and they're mm-hmm. good at it. Uh, others make it part of like the community building experience, like Ben right. Bowman, and who Professor they Bowman. are, right? Yeah, like a, a lot of the bigger streamers, like their wives or, or husbands or significant others, are like have separate Twitter accounts for that mm-hmm. purpose, and they really push that out there. And that's it, right? Right. And is different things like your boyfriend's a streamer, uh, so like you know, like that. That's a whole. That, that that's just. That is how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've never uh, had, you know, up, up and I just I haven't had a significant other that uh, was involved with everything. Mm-hmm. Not really until like last year, uh, I dated someone and and they became part of the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't get involved in social media or anything like that, but like mm-hmm. they were part of the community. They were integrated, but when that 
relationship failed, it went south. Now, granted, the community was very supportive. They understood what happened. It was, it was what it was, and we moved on. But it, it illustrated that delicacy right. of, you know, at what point, because the thing is, like, I've had, I've been divorced twice, right? I, I get what it's like when you have a breakup and you have, like, well, you get these friends and I get these friends, that whole nonsense right. that, that, that occurs. But what do you do when they're a community, you know? And when they're a part of everything. Right. Absolutely. Now, in this individual's case, there were circumstances where they needed to be just cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, that was a blessing in as much as it made it less awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't always have that, you know? No, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, go oh, go, go ahead. No, 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 no. You, well, I was no going to say, for me, uh, Kip was always very much involved from the beginning uh, it, with with all of my stuff because, like I said, I had seen him. Str- he actually doesn't do it really anymore, but he he understands. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, when I said to him, I said, you know, I want to. We we moved. Everything started settling down. I said, hey, I kind of want to start this back up again. You know, I I loved it for my mental health purposes. And he goes, okay. Mm-hmm. So you know, he's setting up everything. This is what we call the nerd room. This is our street our our side streaming room. Sure. Um, and he does all all the the back end stuff. He's very involved, but it's more behind the scenes. So, you know, he doesn't have any social media that he is uh, assisting me on or promoting me on. He's in my Discord, but that's that's kind of like where the line is drawn. Sure. Um, I talk with him about, you know, every single stream. I, 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 you know, talk about anything that's going on in the community or what I'm doing with other streamers. I was telling mm-hmm. him about today and he was going out of the house. He goes, okay, well, any tech issues, call me. I'll be available. It'll be fine. Uh, you know, that sort of stuff. But, but you know, going off of what, what you said, again, uh, how involved do you want a significant other to be? Right. And, you know, will they be open to what your wishes are if they want to be involved or not? Right. And it, it's, so. and I think every, every relationship, every couple, every family is going to have to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say with absolute confidence that I see a future where, you know, I have a family that it's just, that's just what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's awesome. Um, and I, I feel like I, I'm breaking ground as an older streamer. You know, there's not a lot of us at this age that are even anywhere near where I'm at, which isn't a huge, I'm not huge, but to have, you know, where we're at, to have the reach, to have the communities that we're surrounded by and have the respect mm-hmm. of the people that we have and be at my age is rare, I find. Because usually you see someone who's like 40, 50, and they're streaming for like three people and they don't tweet and they don't do this. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, they're doing it, but they're not like involved with it, right? Right, right. Um, and I feel like the next... The next thing I want to break is kind of like that, well, we just all do it, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and granted, you know, that means I got to have to find a family. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm kidding. But at the same time, like, um, I feel like that's like one of the next things. So I think there's always going to be different versions of it. Mm-hmm. But 
I think that you'd be mistaken if you ever made the assumption that it's still just 50,000 15-year-old boys in their boxer shorts in their bedroom. <laughs> you know. Yes, absolutely. Ethan, I told you to get off the computer. You get off Other the computer. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's I mean uh, the, the whole platform is just absolutely transforming in itself. I mean, I just yeah. see so many just different types of people creating so much different content, you know, and again, it's not just strictly I mean, we're we're doing a podcast right now. I mean, this when I first got into Twitch, uh, and this was actually even before Kip started streaming, I, I was aware of Twitch and I was watching, you know, a couple of the big streamers who just did video games. I said, oh my God, this is, this is great. I just love watching them because they're so engaging. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what brought me to this platform. But you can be engaging uh, without now, obviously, the video games. I mean, we have all this creative content. You can, you know, do, do sewing, do painting, mm -hmm. still be engaging and have wonderful discussions with your community your chat but it's not just limited to now video games which could be bad or good whichever way that you uh want to flip that side of the coin with what sure. has been happening the past couple of months but and i i think that a lot of different people are gonna have a lot of different opinions on that too mm -hmm. um i would say that well look at it like this the the claw hammer Good old-fashioned craftsman claw hammer you can buy for like 20 bucks, really solid, guaranteed for life, off the shelf, right? Mm -hmm. You use it to pound nails in and get them out. But in the hands of a psychopath, it can be used to kill to great and horrific effect. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, is the, the bloody visual I just got right now. <laughs> right, right. The point being that any useful tool in the wrong hands will, will be perverted. Um, and I, really? I feel like, you know, when we talk about creative or IRL or anything in between, mm -hmm. recent happenings on YouTube, for example, um, you know, you're going to have those bad apples that just that don't have any separation of, of who they are on camera and off camera, and that mm -hmm. person just ain't right. Um, there's a lack of empathy. Uh, I'm not going right. to name names. You all know who I'm talking about. Uh, from YouTube, and if you don't know, count yourself lucky. <laughs> you know, um, and you know, and we've had recent. Now, I'm not going to get anywhere past the anecdote I'm about to tell. I want to be clear on what I'm about to say. We're going to stop at this anecdote. We're not going to go into the implications of what happened more recently with this individual, um, but because it doesn't relate to our topic at hand. I have a different podcast for what happened more recently. <laughs> I think you know where I'm going. Back in December, there was a very prominent Twitch streamer that went on for about 10 minutes crying to tell his community that he was taking a break due to infidelity. I'm talking about Dr. Disrespect. Um, and he, he said, hey, I messed up. I got to go away. I got to come back. Was out of character completely. Left and came back. His comeback is not what I want to talk about. The fact that he... He could have easily just threw up a video in, in character that said, I'm taking a break, you know, I am needed elsewhere, and tweeted all right. this stuff out. He chose to, to tell us To be transparent. Yes. Now, I have been on both sides of the coin that he himself was flipping. Um, that's happened to me. 
I have a feeling, if we're looking at the reality of it, I wouldn't be surprised if his wife was like, you better go tell him. Tell the world what you did. You know, I, I can see myself pulling that same card in her position. You know, I feel like that's probably what happened. It, however, has been suggested. A few random tweets, and I'm like, you know? Okay. And I'm not saying I believe this, but I could see it. Like, I can see it being feasible. The suggestion, the implication, is that all of this was a ruse. Because there's been absolutely nothing said. The only proof we have he cheated on somebody, on his wife, was that video video that he said that. There's been no, like, they're still together. His wife's part of the show now. Um, So it's possible that was meant as a character introduction. uh, And that he needed to take a vacation anyway. So he kind of said, I want to rebrand, take a vacation. We're going to introduce you as part of the show. How better than to go on and do this? Now, do I think that's necessarily the case? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. But it's interesting as we talk about your wow, real life it is versus your very character. interesting. Right, right. I mean, if that was the case, he did a very good job at, at uh, having a, a comeback with uh, especially breaking our platform for about an hour of yeah, time. Yeah. I wasn't even I wasn't even on, but I just had seen everything on social yeah. media like, oh my God, Twitch is down. He he broke the platform. But that would be that would be very interesting. And the fact mm-hmm. that if we can't if we cannot tell one way or the other, that is something to also point out too. Big time. Big time. Because you know, at what point does does it become the character and become real life? Like I've I've had a lot of real moments on a stream. I've cried on a stream my fair share, mm-hmm. especially last year. Um, and the year, last two years, I've had some pretty real moments because you figure December of 2015, my mother died. Uh, the day after she died, I was on stream. Because, because she was in Pennsylvania. I'm here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to fly out until like Monday or Tuesday, I think it was. It might have been Tuesday. But the point being that, what else am I going to do? I'm just going to sit here. Right. And the only people that I really felt like I could go to was the community. And we had like a five-hour thing. And I made the most tasteless dead mother jokes you've ever heard. At my own expense. Because that's how I cope. I cope mm-hmm. through humor. And, and people were like, oh. And I was trying to like pull out of the community, like, hey, it, it's okay. You know, it's okay. We're, we're going to talk about this. Um, you have to be okay with talking. Like, I don't want this mm-hmm. to be like this unspoken thing. Like, we're here to talk about what's going on right now. And right. Uh, it, it um, luckily, my, my community rose to the challenge. And I can't uh, thank them enough for that. And then in the year after that, 2016... Anxiety problems started popping up. Depression was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the community was there. And I would be like, thank you guys so much. And, and last year was like this nice steady climb up. Then they made me cry. They sent me to Guardian <laughs> Con, those fuckers. They were like, you're going to Guardian Con. And they, they paid you me. got it now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but but that, that's the thing. is like 
a not real thing having real life implications. Right. Have you had that where like something that happened on stream affected you so much that it like it, it spilled into your real life a little bit maybe? I mean, uh, I don't know if there's one point in particular that does, but I don't know if there's any greater feeling than having a great stream. I'll be honest with you. Uh, with just lots of chat interactions, you're enjoying uh, the communication that you have, you know, you're playing a really great game, you know, and with the, the other implication too is, you know what, for whatever reason, I didn't have a great stream that night, you know, there, but maybe I was streaming at a different time. Uh, mm -hmm. some of my community members were busy. Um, both of those kind of do go into my, my personal life and my day-to-day -day life. Sure. Uh, not maybe to the extreme where, oh, okay, I didn't have a good stream now. Everything, everything sucks. You know, I, mm -hmm. I hate today or I'm never streaming again, or I don't like you because I feel this way. Nothing like that, but you know, it does have, you know, if you do have a good stream, you have a little pep in your step. And I've had uh, sometimes, you know, where um, people have been very generous in my stream and I have, you know, I've cried on it. I had maybe about a month ago, uh, a communication on, on stream where we just talked a little bit about mental health that they had brought up and I was telling them about my struggles. And at that point in time, I hadn't really shared too much about my personal life. And now I'm it's still a little bit difficult, but now I'm very open to say, you know, my father is older. I also take care of him. I've also lost my mother. This is how I've been able to cope. You guys help me cope. Uh, and, and going right. off of that, but I've had some extremely, extremely wonderful and eye-opening conversations just about mental health in general, which has also spilled over to my to my personal life. Sure. Yeah. I, I think that the longer you do this, the more you're going to find that, uh, well, well, here, let me ask, do you ever find that when you're not streaming, like at first you miss the, the thrill of the stream? Mm -hmm. It doesn't take long before you just start missing the people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the people make up the stream though. They exactly. really do. They re I, yeah. It's, it's there. I, I find myself, you know, even on my, my off days, my weekends are kind of harder to, to, to balance, you know, and I, and I know that, you know, I'm mostly doing, uh, uh, staying connected to everybody during the week, whether on stream or off stream. Uh, but even just that little gap in time, I'm going, oh, you know what, I really just, I just want to talk with my community right now. Mm -hmm. I just want to, I just want to see how they're doing. If anything, you know, I can help out with them because they've helped out so much with me. Uh, it, it's the it, first and foremost, foremost for me, it is the connections with streaming that make it so worthwhile and genuine and keep me coming back yes because like that's part of what where this podcast started i wanted to have more right. frank discussions with right creators to have better you know connections with other creators because mm -hmm. spoilers in a long tradition of the grindhead podcast violet and i have never had a face-to-face -face conversation before today nope ever <laughs> it's all been like I'm your spirit animal. Oh my god! And then this morning, let me send like, a really funny meme because it's a, it's accurate to what we're discussing. Exactly. You're like <laughs> potatoes aren't square, and I'm like, how do you explain these hash browns? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> you get those at any goddamn McDonald's. They sell those McDonald's. Yeah. You can get them. In a, well, I but, know what I'm getting for late lunch. There you go. <laughs> but uh, it, you know, so I wanted to have that that connection with the creator but also to to open up conversations with the community too on a lot mm -hmm. of different things and 
but also to not feel obligated to always be playing a game. And mm -hmm. it, it's worked out really well for that. Um, I, I find that pe people are going to be surprised by this. I very, very, very seldom play games offline. Really? Is, now, is that, is that your own choice in the, in the matter? I mean, like, do you get burnt out with it, or it's just what you what you? It's a little of both. It's a okay. little of both. It, 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 it's a burnout preventative measure. Okay. Um, because when I was doing the split thing, mm -hmm. and when it was at its peak, in my opinion, I would play something in the morning, and then in between streams for a while there, like a solid couple of weeks, I was playing uh, Destiny 2 on PC with mm -hmm. my head moderator, Murderotica, and other folks, and then we'd play right into the evening stream, and I'd play into the evening. So, like, I never leave the room. It was 24-7 almost. It was just like, I can't, I got to get out of this fucking room, man. Right. As cool as it is. You know, <laughs> um, so it, it became a thing where I now consciously, I just, I go in the living room and I watch stuff, which I've never been that guy. Not really. Mm -hmm. It would always be a multitask. Like the whole reason I have a four monitor setup was I was meant to have like video up here or over here and I'm working mm -hmm. on all the other screens. I don't do that that often. I do that more mm -hmm. with S4 creators now. Um, but I don't, I don't, I tend to avoid this room unless I have to be in here, uh, mm -hmm. for the simple fact that I'm trying to avoid, uh, burnout. Mm -hmm. And the other side of that though, is that I do miss, like, it almost feels like I'm wasting time in game if I'm not sharing it with people. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel because I don't have a game that I only play offline. Mm-hmm. I did for a short period of time, but that was like a one-player game, and I still want to play that on stream sometime. Mm -hmm. But like the games I play on stream are the games I love. I'm like, well, I've got my time in on those games. Right. So, so why would the... you play those offline? Right. right. Why would I? That work-life separation again, right? Right. So, and I think all of a part of it was from when you have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And you come home when you stream and you game, you're, you're killing two birds with one stone, so to speak. Right. So you don't really have to. But then when you don't have that other responsibility that's looming over there, it's like, well, mm -hmm. I, have to, I have to fill my free time with something else I enjoy? What else right. do I like? <laughs> you know, because what are my other hobbies? Like, what do I even do? And yeah. that's when, I, that's when I, I buckled down. I bought a Chromecast and I bought an Amazon Fire Stick. I said, I'm going to start watching some of these shows I've been missing out on and mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, or that I miss watching and stuff. I mean, I kind of do. I kind of do both, or at least right now, like where I am right now, I, I do both. So uh, I've been absolutely obsessed with my my time in Portia, and I, I played it once on stream, um, but then I found myself. I just I enjoyed it so much that I just hey, you know what? I want to be in my PJs, no wig. I want my my coffee, you know, mm -hmm. next to me. I just want to sit down and I just want a game. But I've also had that with some other games. You know, I got really into Grand Theft Auto and I made a point to say, okay, this is my offline game. I'm not going to be streaming this. This is, for, this is for me. But then I also have, you know, at night too, after, after I, I stream or whatever, I always have that, that downtime right before I go to bed of, you know, I'm the same too. I, I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to rewatch Westworld for the umpteenth time before the new <laughs> season. You know, all these other things. Um, just to make sure that I also have some me time for myself, for my, my self-care, 
where I don't feel like I'm always, I always have to be on. Uh, right. For me, I feel like I'm an uh, introverted extrovert. So as much as I love the social interactions at a certain point, I say, okay, I need to be in a cocoon right now with just myself, either just playing a game or just watching yes. a show. I just, so I get to that point where, where I say, okay, I have to, I have to put my phone down. I have to mute my phone. I'll get back to everybody maybe in the morning time, but I just, I need to take that, that separation and, and just yeah. do me and just do me. Yeah. For me, it kind of, uh, it grew out of some necessities as mm -hmm. well as um, some, other, some other practical aspects. Like I used to drink on stream a lot. And, mm -hmm. but the thing is if you're streaming for long periods of time and you just keep drinking, right. that becomes a problem. And it mm -hmm. became a big problem. So it became a thing where I would say, okay, with the exception of community night and other rare occasions, I will not drink on stream. Mm -hmm. So now, part of my me time is, if I'm going to have a couple beers, it's off stream. Mm -hmm. Usually mm -hmm. it involves these guys and some, some loud music <laughs> and, you know. Because um, what's interesting for me is that I do listen to a ton of music on stream. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's, for me, it's weird in that, like, I'm not really listening to it. Mm -hmm. And it's at a low volume all the time, so it's like it's like a little voice in your head, like you know, right. it's, it's in there. Uh, it's interesting because it, it kind of like um, really um, for me anyway. Streaming kind of brought me back to music. I I pushed away music for a long time. Uh, because I had done it for, again, you do something for a living and you're like, you know, you want to get away Let me back from out it. of this. Yeah. Right. So that brought back, streaming actually brought back parts of my real life personality and continue mm -hmm. to do so. I, I rediscover parts of myself through that. Mm -hmm. uh, we've talked about mental health for a large portion of the stream. Do you find that right. as it helps with your mental health, do you find that too? Are you re are, is there any parts of you that have like reawakened or are there new parts of your personality oh, that are coming out? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I, I don't know if my personality has ever has ever changed per se. I I outside of the phrases that I say, I'm the same type of a person in real life. You know, I'm very uh friendly to anyone and everyone. Um it's just it's just who I am. It's, you know, I had I was bullied when I was younger, so I always want to be that person like, "Hey, you know what? If you don't have a friend, you have a friend in me." I always extend, you know, myself to somebody else. I'm very empathetic in that. Uh, but in terms of, you know, other things is, again, I used to be, I don't know if we actually spoke about this before. I actually used to be a teacher before my mother mm -hmm. had gotten sick and I had transitioned into the healthcare field, which is my now current uh, job. But uh, with that whole time, um, I found that I used to, I used to read a lot to escape at that time. I didn't play many video games. I, mean, I kind of did, but not to the extent that I did now. Sure. And then when I started streaming uh, the past couple of months, I didn't really have that, that uh, love of reading anymore. But again, as another escape now, I have started picking up books again for my, for my uh, solo time. So it's almost like, you know, how you said that you got back into music with streaming. I feel like I was able to get back into reading in my, my spare time, maybe not to the extent that I used to, but again, it's another form uh, of an escape. And it's obviously not uh, something that, you know, I need to, I need to stream. It's like, oh, okay, Violet's reading. Let's, 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 let's watch her read this book. Uh, so, I mean, definitely that aspect at the, at the very least, at the very least.
and also maybe like my rejuvenated love for uh, Michael Jackson <laughs> in my stream. Just just songs, just songs. You you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you, mm. That's ignorant. You should love me. <laughs> love me, Violet. You know. <laughs> Why don't you love me? <laughs> if he was still alive, like, I could go on with like plastic surgery jokes, but he's dead, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Although. Hey, he. I. I just think he made good music. I. Oh, I absolutely. try and do the separation. I try. Oh, for sure. And since we're mildly on the subject, I'm going to throw it out there. Really don't think that he ever molested anybody. I don't think that. I really I don't, don't know. I, I don't believe it. I, I, was a little, I was a little almost too young when that whole thing was coming out to actually fully grasp at what was maybe right. happening. I knew there were accusations and everything. Um, I do think that obviously, you know, he, he had a hard time separating his uh or maybe i'm yes. sorry he he separated too much of his um who he was when he was growing up you know he didn't right. he didn't have a childhood so whether or not that actually did happen i don't know but for sure he didn't he didn't get to experience right. actually growing up it was just okay now he's there and I, I legitimately believe that that was more of what was going on than anything else mm -hmm. um i don't I think that he never truly learned how to relate to people and mm -hmm. that uh, he found children to be pure enough that they were just, they weren't going to judge him for who he was. They mm -hmm. didn't ask questions. They just wanted to have a good time. He just wanted to have a good time. And right. that's what it was. And I was around and, 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 you know, in my late teens at the time that that occurred, mm -hmm. uh, all the allegations, like the cases didn't hold up for me. Mm -hmm. um, but it definitely does speak to this idea that, um, he was an entertainer for as long as he could remember. Right. He was never afforded the opportunity to separate one from the other because when he wasn't performing, he was practicing, and he wasn't practicing, he was, uh, you know, eating or sleeping probably. That was probably it. Uh, right. Because his parents ran an extremely tight ship. It does make me, and I'm grateful that Twitch has that policy of like no one under, I think it's 14, is allowed on the platform. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. It, because imagine, like, what if you had, like, a Twitch child star? Like, what? Uh, and now, what would the implications of that be going forward? And, I mean... You know, like, because if that's how they grow up... Because some people grow up watching it. Like, let's... Let, real talk. Terms of service being what it is, I think we all know there are people that break that, like, routinely, and they watch. Mm -hmm. um, it, and it's... Uh, I don't condone that whatsoever, but... I think the reality is that that does happen. And that kind of comes back to when we're talking about that work-life balance, stream-life balance, Right. there is a responsibility that you have to your community to project something somewhat responsible. Mm -hmm. And I don't just mean, like, don't be a bigot piece of shit. I mean, the streamers that will go for 7, 8, 9, 12, 15, 18 hours. What message are you sending to a young person watching your stream about how you're supposed to dedicate to a craft or to work or right. whatever? Um, you're supposed to put your entire being into it and then they think that they're supposed to do that and obviously other things come to it and i mean and also twitch didn't they implement forgive me i don't i don't really know but i thought that the cutoff was 24 hours right now you 
you physically, they would shut off your stream. Is that still yeah. a thing? As far as I know, yes. I have never seen it implemented. Um, I'm grateful. Uh, I will say that in the, in the case of like the Guardian Con uh, charity stream, mm -hmm. it's done in like four hour blocks. And mm -hmm. like, I think Twitch knows that ahead of time. So like they can get away with it. Or it's just you. And plus you're switching hands. Right. over and over again. So it doesn't really count as a 24 continuous uh, deal. It, but there's definitely like health uh, issues that Big one time. has to, to, to mitigate, you know. Sitting in these chairs, comfortable though they are, for three to eight hours, which is, the average stream is around six or seven hours, I think. Um, but if you do three to eight hours in, 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 at a clip, depending upon your existing health or weight, or there's a cat. Hi, sweetie. Um, <laughs> it, it's going to affect you. And Big it, time. Whether it's physical, because if you're, uh, like, I guarantee you I probably weigh almost triple what you weigh. Um, and not that we're going to get into those numbers, that's not polite. Um, <laughs> but the implications for me are different than they are for you. Right. Um, whereas when I lean forward, I've got all this, this bear gut that's, you know, pulling on my back. Um, I, I mean, I have back problems too. And that's the reason I had to get, you know, right. a new chair when we started redoing this. Uh, and a lot of times too, I, uh, I mean, just, just even going back to, to the, to the self care and how long that you stream for, I only stream for maybe. I think the longest I've done is, is four and a half hours. I do, I try and do a minimum of three, a minimum of three, see how I'm, I'm, I'm doing and everything. And maybe a lot of people are under the implications of, oh, okay, that's, that's when she wants to stop. She's done. She's, she's done for the night. I do it for a majority of reasons because I still have a full-time job and I'm sitting with that full-time job. I have, I have back problems. So, you know, it's, it's very, I mean, even touching upon this point, you know, that now that we kind of brought it up, if you're streaming for even just three hours, right, mm -hmm. uh, with the body implications, you see a lot of streamers now, when they get up, even if it's just to, to go to the bathroom to get a glass of water, the viewership, not all the time, but it can dip. the viewership will dip. So if that's somebody is saying, you know, I want to get into streaming, oh, they just, they just left for, for two minutes just to run to the bathroom and now they lost 100 viewers and they, yeah. you know, all this other stuff. That's getting into dangerous waters too it because really now you're saying, okay, I need to be here. I can't be away eating. I can't use the restroom. I need to be here for as long as possible, being engaging as possible. Uh, and then you're not thinking about, wow, I actually need to take care right. of myself and my body. Did you actually see the thing on uh, Twitter? I, I saw it a day or two ago, and I don't, it's not through Twitch, um, like Twitch itself, but the water bot. Did you see that? Yes, I did. I actually tweeted that out to Ashley Christ. Oh, you did? Okay, that's, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. I thought, now, whoever is behind that, I think is absolutely phenomenal, and I would actually love to see Twitch implement something along the lines of that, maybe yes. just as a reminder, maybe every, every you know, 90 minutes every hour of saying, you know, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Hey, have a sip of water. Take care of what you need to take care of. Hit your cat. Uh, yeah. Yep. Just, hey, you're a person too. Just maybe take it back down a notch, which mm. will not only protect Twitch because we, we have not had any incidents yet 
But I'm not going to be naive and say that nothing, uh, you know, it's never going to happen. We're going to get to that point where somebody is going to severely injure themselves because they have pushed themselves too hard on this platform right. or any cr content creating platform. I should say that. It, 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 it's definitely true um, because it's definitely different than it was two, three years ago uh, mm -hmm. where there's more conscious things like, I don't know if you noticed when I leaned back into my chair, the chair didn't move. Mm -hmm. I was leaning that far forward. Mm -hmm. That's how I stream most of the time. Is leaning oh, yeah. back far I, forward. I'm, I'm hunched over. Like, like and it's where just, I am right now, I'm not, I'm not it's, touching it's, the... If it's I'd more like aesthetically this. pleasing to the eye to be like right, right there. and Because my right. camera angle, like it's slightly above with a wide angle, so I can't really... Right. You can't do it. And I, right. And I look at all these other streamers that have like that, what I call the perfect camera angle, like, where do you put it? You know, I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? You know, to the point where what I'm thinking of doing uh, the next time I do a major setup change is creating a gap between these two monitors off to my left mm -hmm. to where the camera can just sit more at an eye level as opposed to mm -hmm. being up high. A little bit stuff. more comfortably. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah. have mine up way high. I mm -hmm. have it on another monitor in the back. Uh, so it's even even more difficult for me because I'm I'm looking at the screens and I'm not seeing you. So you're probably saying, you know, where where is she looking right now? I'm I'm looking right. at you because it's polite to talk to your face, but I'm not actually looking at the camera. I I, I so I, I feel out. you on that one. I do. I, I do. It <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, and it, it, that te that talks to like ergonomics, uh, which is part of that balance. You like that mm -hmm. that health. Here I am leaning forward again. See. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, I let him fart again. So, <laughs> I get you in the uh, Whether it's we talk about drinking or, or hydrating or eating mm -hmm. or, or rest. Because one of the things that I tried really hard to do and found out I suck at, when I was streaming late at night, I get home at 1130, I would immediately mm -hmm. start the stream. I'd let the intro roll, and I'd usually be like, eating a power bar or something. Uh, mm -hmm. But by then, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd had uh, dinner or whatever, so it wasn't like I was starving myself or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I would crack a beer, because what I was trying to do with the alcohol wasn't always successful, uh, but trying to get, like, a chemical head start on winding down for the evening, mm -hmm. so that when the lights came off, and these lights are crazy bright, don't let the, the exposure fool you. <laughs> I'm sure you know that too. They're insanely oh, yes. bright. Um, you turn everything off, and it's like a huge, like, oh, it's a relief. Yeah. But then you have to disengage your brain after that. Somehow. Which is so difficult. And that's why I, I said to you too, when you said that you started watching more movies, that's how I wind down for the night now after I, I get off a stream. So if I'm starting, you know, pretty late, you know, depending on when I get home, anywhere between. 8.30 to 9.30, and I'm maybe streaming till 12.30 or 1, I get up at, I get up early. I get up at 6, 6.30. I still mm -hmm. need that a half an hour or an hour of, okay, I need to, to focus, to calm down. I'll watch something mindless to, to just shut off my brain from streaming and being so, you know, constantly engaged with maybe five things at once. What's your, what's your, what's your mindless guilty pleasure? What is it? Oh my goodness. Uh, probably a lot of 90s movies from my childhood that just put me at ease. Nice. I just watched Ella Enchanted again, like, the other night. Uh, what else? We're Back, you know, Spice World. Like, all, all the goodies that I just, it just makes me feel good and think of happy times. I'm like, 
oh, this is great. And then I, you know, knock out maybe 20 minutes <laughs> into the film, but it just, it just settles me. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, and it takes me, it just takes me out of just being so focused. I think that's great. And I, I think a lot of people like, like 80s, 90s action films might do that for them too. Like, yeah. Uh, and I never really thought of those in that way. Mine mm -hmm. is, uh, I don't know if you remember the show Survivor Man. I, oh, a little bit, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it, it's, it's a guy, it's a Canadian dude, goes out into the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. for five to ten days with little to no supplies, and it's like a 45-minute show with no commercials. And it's just him talking to the camera in a calm tone explaining what he's doing. And that, for me, that with like some stress relief tea. Yeah, I'm, I'm that's there. it. That, that are like old sitcoms, like Night Court yeah. is a big one for me. Like, which is way before your time, I'm sure, like 86, 87. Um, <laughs> but that's one that I really dug. It's, it's mm -hmm. absurdist humor. It's completely detached from reality. Um, and, the, and the characters just, like, you, like with the movies you watch, they bring me back mm -hmm. to center. I don't, it's completely separate from everything right. else that I do. Like, I can't right. sit and listen to death metal to relax off stream. I can't because normally I could. But, like, if I'm just coming off of a stream, I just listen to metal for how many hours? Right, so why would you be listening to that again? It'll keep relax. you going. Yeah. Same with, with gaming. I can't sit there and, like, well, I'm going to play this to relax now. That, mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. I mean, I, I absolutely, you know, once I stream, I cannot then just sit there and say, okay, well, now, now that I've played my other favorite game, whatever I'm playing on stream, I can't continue to sit here and say, okay, I'm going to now switch over because I want to play the other game. It's, I, I can't do that. I can't do mm -mm. that at all. I got to get away from this desk. I have to. Absolutely. Have to, have to, have to. Uh, Absolutely. For me, one of the cool things about doing the podcast uh, early, relatively early on Saturdays is that yeah. this kicks off my off time. I'm right. off the rest of the day. I don't mm -hmm. do shit on Sundays, although mm -hmm. uh, I have been toying with the idea of mm -hmm. doing occasional bonus streams on Sunday. But as far as like obligations, ain't got none. Ain't got none. Ain't got none. <laughs> I actually I use Sundays too. It's funny that you say that. I always try to make a point of okay, I'm not doing anything on Sunday. I'm trying to take care of my personal life. You know, I'll do a lot of errands and stuff like that. Sure. I'm not even on uh, social media a lot, to be honest with you, on Sundays. I don't know if that's, I don't know if I do that on purpose or not. Like you know, mentally, but uh, I just try and get everything else done for for my personal life for the week on a Sunday. And, you sure. know, if I have some downtime, then I'll also, you know, just, uh, just relax and, you know, watch, watch some movies or may maybe I'll play a game myself, but, right. but that attachment is always saved for me on a Sunday, right before the start of the next week. It's funny. You mentioned social media. We're, I'm, I'm going to keep going coach. Um, in as much as, the more involved I got with the stream side of things, mm -hmm. the less I post on my personal social media. I post maybe oh, twice a week on Facebook. Wow. Okay, then, I'm glad that you brought this up. I actually stopped it all together. Yeah, I, I, it's something that... Yep. There's too many people that I would lose touch with, you know, uh, that I don't want to. Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason I keep it up, and the only reason I post is to let them know I'm not dead. Um, mm -hmm. And... But the other side of it is, with Twitter in particular, I don't, like, my Twitter style, and Ashley Christ will probably have my head for this, <laughs> I just have a field day with it. I just go mm -hmm. nuts. 
and I will just I, I have a handful of people that I have mobile notifications on. Yeah. Because I love talking to them so much. Right. So I just look at the conversation I have. I'm like, do I have something to add here? Can I have some fun here? If the mm -hmm. answer is yes, <laughs> I'm like the I'm the gift king. I can speak entirely in gift, man. I'm gonna fi I'll fight you for this title. I will. I'll do it. <laughs> you will lose. Shots fired. Shots fired. Right. I do agree with you on that, though. I um I mean, you know, I don't do that. Do the do the retweet accounts or the hashtags or anything. I did in right. the beginning. You know, I, okay. I did a lot of bad things in the beginning, which I think is super reflective that we can say, hey, you know what? We used to do it this way. Now we do it the way that we've been doing and we've been seeing so much more, uh, you know, connections and, and growth in that regard of who we are as yeah. creators, but also who we are as people. But with that being said, I do the same thing as you. I actually, I love Twitter because it's just so... I don't feel like there's as much pressure on Twitter, and maybe other people could argue against that, but, you know, I have um, I, I said, you know, I have a Discord and the same sort of thing. It's just my community members, and uh, I have an Instagram, but for me, there's so much pressure on Instagram to have the perfect photo, you know, to do this, to do that. You have to post the stories and this. I've <sighs> definitely been backing away from it more. I mean, it's still there, I, I, yeah. you know, and I'll update the story, but in terms of, you know, posting every day for, um, Engagement purposes, you know, a photo and this and that, I've definitely backed away. Uh, I'd rather see people for who they are in their, in their text mm -hmm. than maybe see a nice photo. And I don't know if, that, if that's rude of me to say, no, but it, no, it's there. Because it's people there. tend to like, in a photo environment, you are trying to put the image forth you want people to see. Whether that's right. here's this moment mm -hmm. that, I'm, that I'm looking at, my view right now. Right. It, my perfect version of my view or, right. you know, like I've got a folder here of literally every image I have ever posted to promote the stream. Mm -hmm. I have all of them. Because what mm -hmm. I used to do for a while, I would create a meme for the stream. That, the, 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 the rhyme was not intentional. Sorry. <laughs> um, and it... it Right, and it would post with that, and I have all of them. And then for a while, I was like, okay, let's do something different. So I would go into OBS here, and I had a special screen for it. Mm -hmm. and I would create, like, an image of me. So, like, my favorite one is the one I did when uh, Bennett and I were doing uh, Crimson Days in Destiny 2016. Crimson Days, I don't know if you know what this is. It's like a Valentine's Day-themed PvP event in Destiny. Oh, and okay. And so it's me doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of hearts in the background, and the title says, just because we date, it doesn't mean we're in a relationship. <laughs> you know, um, That's because perfect. people joke that in real life that Bennett and I are like an old couple, because we are. Um, Long time bromance. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. I'll put it this way when I first met him, didn't have a beard. Now his beard is like down to here. One of those guys. <laughs> So that happened. It's been a uh, long time. Yes. Um, <laughs> but like, like, I've got all these pictures, and, but they're always meant to like capture something in that moment. Mm -hmm. When I'm tweeting, yes, I want to put my best foot forward as far as the joke or the message or whatever, but at the same time, right. it's somewhat raw. Somewhat. Uh, right. And I feel like that's important that, that, that you use the word a lot and it's with good, to good effect connection uh 
we make connections with people. Like, I would say that easily, easily 80% of the people. Uh, no, I, I'm going to go on a limb and say every guest I've had so far is because I found a connection with who they really are through uh, Twitter. True oh, story. for sure. For sure. You know? Absolutely. Because it, I don't think I've approached anybody about being on the podcast outside of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as how I initiated the conversation. Except for one, and that's the guys from Internal Bleeding who were my theme song. I said, hey, you got to come on uh, when you're ready to promote the new record and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be, uh, I'm trying to construct the the subject matter a bit because like <laughs> we're so focused on content creation. It's like, well... What do I do? <laughs> and like, and I, I, I decided that the subject for them is going to be how promotion has changed for musicians and artists that are outside of the internet sphere. Oh, wow. That, that your entity exists outside of the internet. Right. Like, we can't do what we do off the internet. Like, you can't right, just right. show up on a street corner and be like, hey, guy, you didn't play a game. You can't do that. Well, I mean, you can. But they might arrest you for it. So. <laughs> you can't film here. You gotta go. You know. Um, but I, I, I think that'll be interesting to see how they balance that. And especially right. older guys that are my age and older. Like the IB guys are just a couple years older than me. But, but that couple years makes such a difference. Absolutely. Like I Absolutely. tweeted at them and then he's like, well, email me at this address. <laughs> and I'm like... You're like... Email. He, he DM'd me to give me his email address, which is fine. <laughs> which is fine. I, it, because here's the thing. The guy probably doesn't have, Chris probably doesn't have uh, Twitter on his phone. He has mm-hmm. email on his phone and he wants to he respect the process. And I respect that. Everyone's got their thing. Like, right, right. Um, you know, is there, since we're talking internet, is there a corner of the internet that no one in your community knows you that like the do you like some people have like super private Twitters and stuff like that. Do you have that? I don't. I actually don't. Uh, this Twitter that I've had, I've never actually got into Twitter until I started streaming. I'll be honest with you. Same. Uh, Same. I, I don't know why it just never really interested me. It just looked like just a jumble of words, and I said I don't want to look at one more thing. Uh, I mean, like I said, I still have my. I still have my. Um, my Facebook, but that's just for, for family and friends. And, you know, sure. like you were saying, you might post once or twice a week. I, outside of, you know, maybe some big things, you know, like Kip and myself, we went to a, a, a Christmas party at his work. I said, oh, you know what? This is a really cute photo. I'm going to show my family and friends. I'm just, you know, let me just update this. But I mean, outside of that, I just, I just can't keep up with it. And furthermore, I don't know what a maybe private social media account like a Twitter or an Instagram would provide that I can't do right now myself because of what I'm genuinely saying mm-hmm. is what I genuinely feel. Uh, you know, the things that I type on Twitter or Instagram, I'm going to more so say, say Twitter because I feel like I work harder with crafting on Instagram itself because of who it, you know, what it is as a platform. Uh, but everything I say on Twitter is, is not from me as the Violet Stream persona. It's how I actually feel. Uh, So for me, having another Twitter account would just be almost wasteful, almost like another waste of time for me. Just one more thing I would have to check when I... I'll I'll give you an example. 
Um, guy I know uh, who he directs uh, horror films. Oh, okay. But he also directs porn movies. So he's got accounts for both of those endeavors. Because he probably wants to keep that separate. And then he has a third account where he follows whatever he wants. You know, mm-hmm. like, he's like, look, if I want to follow goddamn Disney, I'm going to follow Disney, and I don't want to hear it from the porn people and the whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, these are, like, this is what I, this is my offline, like, in other words, it's his way of, for him, and I think it's a smart move, and, and I've experimented with this myself, if you go to that, uh, that other account to engage on social media, mm-hmm. You're away from the community. It's still a way of shutting off, but you still get that. Mm-hmm. You still get to hit that feed button. You know what I mean? You still That's get true. to. That's very true. You get to have that experience, like just wanting to be. Because I've been recognized more than once for what I do, either as a musician or mm-hmm. on YouTube or here. Uh, doesn't happen a lot, uh, but as things grow, that will happen, mm-hmm. and. In real life, you want to go, well, is there a way I can guarantee no one's going to see me? So I get, like, the whole paparazzi thing. Right. Like, I'll never forget. Uh, I was actually, um, I was at a festival. Uh, this is 11 years ago. Uh, so I wasn't yet streaming. The gaming thing wasn't part of my persona. It was all about the music. Mm-hmm. And I did have a YouTube channel. I still have it. I just don't upload to it anymore. Uh, where I was doing drum tutorials and stuff like that. And I would post, like, tour vlogs and stuff like that. Uh, so we go to this festival. And we're there for the three days that it's, it's active. I'm in the middle of... There was two big stages. I'm trying to get between the two stages. Um, big crowd. I want to get a beer. I want to go outside. I want to smoke a cigarette. I smoked at the time. And I really wanted both those things right there. Yeah. And this kid stops me. Oh, my God, you're right ahead, Jim. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, I'm Grindhead Jim. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. What are you doing here? I'm like, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm playing with my, my band, Cardiac Arrest. We're playing tomorrow. Like, you're in a band? I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like what? He says, I watch all your instructional videos. I'm like, do you think I spent all? Because I was like, I don't just drum on the internet. I have right. a real, like, yes, I have. Oh my god, I gotta get those albums. Like, our merch table's over there. Oh my <laughs> god, they're so cool. I'm like, I'll meet you back there. Can I, I need to smoke and drink right now? Can I go do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like the surreal thing of like being recognized for totally not what you expected. Like, right. it was totally different. Then I go outside and I get the flip side of it. Two of my favorite drummers, who I'd never met in person before. Mm hmm. Gene Hoagland, who, I don't know if you ever watched Metalocalypse from Adult Swim. I have a couple, a handful of times, yeah. He's the drummer. Oh, stop it. Okay, all yeah. right. And then that's like his mainstream claim to fame. And then he's done a bunch of metal bands that I'm a huge fan of. And he goes, oh, hey, Jim. I haven't seen you since I was, he's like six, seven. He's huge. He's like, I haven't seen you since I saw you in Chicago. Because we knew he was in the bar the night we played. Well, I didn't talk to him. And he's like, mm-hmm. you guys are really good. When are you guys playing? Oh, we're playing tomorrow at 4. That's awesome, dude. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Shakes my hand. I'm like, and then I turn around. There's Danny Walker from Phobia and uh, Intronaut. And he played with Godflesh for a while. 
Wow. We know each other, of each other, we've Facebooked. He's like 5'2". He's Gene's polar opposite. Yeah. I'm 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he yeah. comes running at me like a crazy monkey, jumps <laughs> in my arms for a hug. All this in a space of 10 minutes. How could your brain comprehend everything that was happening at that moment in time? Because it's all over the place. You're just like, <laughs> woohoo, I'm just trying to drink a beer. So I tell that story to illustrate the fact that having a place to go to mm-hmm. socialize anonymously can sometimes be one of the best kinds of self-care you can have. Right. No Absolutely. one's watching what you're doing. No one's watching yeah. what you're liking. You know, like, what if there's a really cool gif of naked people you want to go, I like that. You know, I couldn't do that on this Twitter account. There's no way. You were like. <laughs> I'd be like, excuse me, sir. We, we have to have a chit chat right now. <laughs> like, um, on your mature rated stream where you talk about clits, you can't go on your Twitter and like clits. You can't do that. You can't do it. No, no. Twitter police. You are. No. Five ever banned. Five ever banned. <laughs> there you go. We went beyond the four. We went. We just. We just blew oh, right past. I used to do. I used to review movies on YouTube and Blip, and we used to say, you, "You're not. For, you're foreshadowing so hard, you've gone into five shadowing. That's just it." <laughs> so, like, five ever is a thing. Like, it's totally, you know, man at arms. All your gifts are belong to me now. I'm like, oh, shots fired again. Throwback. Hello, bicycle. By the way, I see you there, buddy. Hey, bicycle. Um, oh, I love how he combined our uh, emotes with his. That was cool. All of them. Beautiful. Yes. We, we uh, need to take a moment. A moment for the emotes. <laughs> a, 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 an e-moment, if you will. An e-moment. Yes. Coin yes, it. Yes. Copyright it. <laughs> Trademarked. Done. There you go. You heard it here first, folks. Um, I mean, I, I think it, it, you know, if you are able to have a space where you are just yourself, whether that's online or offline, right. it's extremely, it's extremely important. Uh, I mean, for me, you know, I, um, on YouTube, you might not, not think it, okay, because I, I wear very minimal makeup on stream, which is more or less due to laziness than anything else, you know, uh, but I follow a lot of, of, of makeup YouTubers that do, you know, just beautiful just beautiful makeup, you know, stuff that I, I don't wear myself, but I just, it's so right. wonderful to watch. Uh, with that being said, you know, makeup is not um, all about the, the content and stuff that I create, even though I do enjoy it. But on my, on my, you know, streaming Twitter, I actually do follow some of them. So I do kind of, kind of morph uh, my worlds. Uh, I do follow maybe a couple of my friends on Twitter, but not so much. I actually keep that more separated. I, uh, my, my close friends and family know that I stream, mm-hmm. but I've never broadcasted it for the majority of my, maybe say more like distant friends and family right. on Facebook. And I always toy with the idea of doing so. I don't know if it's more like an embarrassment factor or, um, they won't understand what I'm doing. Right. Uh, but I actually keep that more closed off than anything else. And I find that, like, I've done a few things where I'll, I'll uh, anything for charity I'll post. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just post them a link to the, the, the donation. Like, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I know you're not going to watch the damn show. Um, but 
here, help, help us out anyway, if you can. And, right. and that's about as far as it's gone for me. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't mess with it. Uh, I, I, I can't, I need to have separation, but now with S4 creators, like it changes everything. Right. Because I want to start posting, like, if you're thinking of doing this, I'm your guy. Mm-hmm. And you throw me a couple bucks too, you know. <laughs> it's kind of like how it goes. Across the table. And it, it it it's where do you like at what point do you draw that line? You know, like where does the where does the business end and your in your personal life end? It's the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's Absolutely. different. Um, like, do any of your like coworkers know? Like, your um, a few of them, a few of them do. Well, one of my coworkers is actually one of my one of my best friends anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I tell a lot of stuff, you know, to her and, and everything, but the majority, you know, maybe one or two people know out of my entire work. Uh, and, and I feel almost anxiety, like I was saying before, of somebody almost stumbling upon my content without my knowledge. Right. And again, I, I don't know what that stems from. I don't know. Um, I'm not by any means embarrassed at what I do, but I also don't know if they would fully understand it. And I put so much of me into my content, like bring, bringing it back around a little bit, that I almost don't want them to see this side of me, but I want my community to, or, or people that I've never even met before to sure. see this side of me, which you would think it would almost want to be opposite, right? Right. And I, I think I can offer a theory as to what it might be from. It's another extension of that when I'm not on stream... Mm-hmm. I don't have any responsibility to the stream. Right. Because a, a lot of times, like for me, when I was happy at my job, going to work was like, <sighs> believe it or not, it was a relief. Right. I didn't have to mess with it. I, there was no chance of me getting involved with it. I didn't mess around mm-hmm. with the social media stuff. But something weird happened. A lot of the people at that company not just where I worked, but around the, 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 the country in that company, mm-hmm. through word of mouth, found out that I streamed. They still come here. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I developed like a separate community of people mm-hmm. <laughs> that were, I worked with. Uh, right. And they were always like, like, there's one guy, Charger Hawk. Um, he's helped me through with like raids. He's done like giving me stuff for giveaways. Mm-hmm. Help me create content and stuff. Um, it's a whole other thing. Like, you never know who's going to support you. Um, right. But at the same time, it's like you still want to be able to. You want to be able to claim your own identity. And I think that's really right. what we're talking about here. Like, how much of yourself do you own when you put it out in the public eye? Right. And I think that a lot of us make a conscious decision to allow ourselves to be co-owned by our communities, mm-hmm. some of us don't, I don't think, realize the implications of that, of that decision. So, like, there's that, how many times have we seen this? I'm so sorry, guys, I'll make it up to you, blah, 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 And that's for taking a mental health day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you see what I Absolutely. mean? Like, like why, yeah. why would you feel guilty about something that you... You need. Be, you need, right. And, right. and most times communities can be understanding, but like, where do, where do you think that comes from? Like, what do you think that is? I think it's a guilt factor for yourself. 
at that point okay. because you realize that you that you need this but you're also maybe letting down expectations of your community and maybe you're worried that they're going to say oh you know what this person isn't streaming tonight or or creating any content right because of reason x y and z i am no longer going to support them and i instead i'm going to watch this person right um so i think it's it's a worry to say um that you know it's self reflection but it's also a worry that the community might not be there to support you because you are not going to be on right. which i think you know it de it depends on your community and the size of your community and maybe how long that you've been doing it um you know i uh even this past week right i i got really sick wednesday night and i don't know what what the heck had happened to me i was you know i felt like maybe i was getting a bug and all of a sudden i had a i had a fever and i did you know this this awesome twitter poll to see what i should be playing and everybody's like you know play dark souls 3 throw yes, out the song I, I was so yeah and i was so pumped i said oh my god i just got great feedback from it i can't wait to do this and i got home and i said i do not feel good and i con was conflicted with myself going back and forth right. but for me it was definitely a guilt factor because i had been hyped up the whole day you know talked with so many people got their feedback with, with what they wanted me to play even though that that was one of one of the games i was interested in regardless or else you know i, I wouldn't have put it on a list but again it was that whole you know maybe almost like breaking plans like you know your community members yes. you know turn into we keep saying the word community but I, I say friends they're yeah they're friends and family now that you get so involved uh with your life and it's almost like you're setting a time to hang out with them when you when you stream and you provide this content so I would do the same thing too if I was hanging out, you know, with 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 my best friend. You know, I don't feel good. I'm sorry. I just want to let you know that I feel bad about canceling this plan. I think you you're dead on there. Um, you know, we we talk about it's so. You know, when we say that now, if we come full circle to what we're talking about here, right? We are now talking about work, work, life, life balance. Right. Because you've Absolutely. got you've got two jobs and two families. Mm -hmm. uh, if you if you you know stream and, and have a day job, and mm -hmm. still work life life because off stream you're still interacting on Twitter or whatnot, right? Right. Um, and, and it's something that I don't know if there ever is ever going to be a uh, a definitive answer. Like I don't think Ashney Christ could put out just one video and be like, "Here's how you do it." Oh no, no. <laughs> I don't think it could be but done. Also everybody's situation is different too, which actually yeah. feeds into that. You know, you have, you have people that are streaming that are, you know, full time. They, and then, uh, you know, that's it. You have people that are streaming half and half and, uh, you know, have to take care of some other things in their life. You know, there, there are people that might just stream once or twice a week or, you know, everybody's personal life is different. Everybody's work life is different. Everybody's stream goals might be different. You know, um, for, for me, this is not, something going forward in my life that I could feasibly see myself doing full-time for a couple of different factors. But that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy the process and the growth of my own personal goals. But even then, I don't have it all figured out. And if somebody, you know, says that they, that they fully do, um, I just, life happens. You cannot plan absolutely everything out, but you can do your best to try to. And, <laughs> and I, leave room for error. I don't think we're going to come to a better uh, point 
regarding this than that. So I think we can wrap the podcast proper here, maybe interact with chat a little bit. But um, Violet, I've posted links in chat. Tell people where they can find you for those that are listening. Thank you. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at ThatNerdViolet. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. That's what it grinds head this week. We'll see you next week for something else, I guess. (laughs) Love you guys.